Hey y'all, welcome to Mind and Mo, where I let my thoughts flow. In this podcast, I talk about faith and feelings, and in this episode specifically, I'm talking about sowing seeds. Okay, so let's dive in. (laughs) What I'm about to tell you guys actually started way back in June. I say way back, it was a couple months ago, but this started in June, y'all, and now I'm talking about the power of negativity. So anyone who knows me in real life knows that I try to speak life into any situation. I'm typically a positive person. I'm not going to say that I'm I'm an optimist because I'm not positive all the time, but I do try to speak life and look on the bright side most of the time, at least 98% of the time, right? And so um, there came a time in June where I got tired I just got tired of being positive and it's not like it's not like it was because I wasn't seeing benefits it was because the people around me weren't being positive and I'm like I'm tired of being the person who always has to be positive and no one else is you know being positive and so I'm I'm talking to God about it and I'm, you can't just tell God you're tired of being who he called you to be. Like, that's, that's just not how it works. But that's exactly what I told him. I said, I'm tired. Um, <laughs> and so, like I said, this started way back in June. Um, my birthday is in July. And I was having a conversation with this person. And they were being um, negative. And so, you know, when, when I was telling God, I was like, I'm tired. I'm like, since they want to be negative, negative, I'm going to be negative too. And so when I was having a conversation with this person, they were like, what do you want for your birthday? I was like, nothing. You don't have to give me anything for my birthday. It's just another day. <sighs> They're going to hold those words true to your heart. Um, because like, I know the power of words. I've been telling you guys about the power of words, the power um, of speaking life over yourself and you can speak life or death into any situation. And that's not something that I took heed to in that moment. And I didn't realize the full capacity of that power until I lived those words. Um, (laughs) And so fast forward to the beginning of July, I ended up moving. Um, I ended up moving at the beginning of July and it wasn't anything like I thought it would be. Uh, of course, like God has been providing for me every step of the way. And if you've been here, you know that I was unemployed since April because God had told me to quit my jobs. And so um, it just wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't ideal. My financial situation wasn't ideal. Um, everything just wasn't going the way I expected it to. And so when we had got to the apartment, um, yes, I knew it was on the the top floor, but what I didn't realize is that we had to go up four flights of steps to bring all the stuff in. And while I'm blessed because I was I was starting over, but I wasn't starting from scratch. Like I still had stuff from my old apartment, and um, you know I still had stuff. And so I'm very grateful because we weren't starting from scratch. At least we had stuff to bring up, you know. But at that time, I'm like, Lord, four flights of steps and only two people. Come on, um. And so then, like, we, we I'm not going to say, like, we got comfortable in the apartment, but, like, once we started bringing everything up, before we could even get the chance to fully unpack, we realized there was roaches, y'all. Roaches. I'm like, this can't be the apartment that I fasted and prayed for. Lord, this can't be what you wanted for me. Roaches? 
ugh. And I'm like, oh, I can't do this. <laughs> uh, I was like, I ain't never lived with roaches a day in my life, and I'm not about to start now, okay? And so nothing was looking the way that I was expecting it to look. My Now my financial situation, I wasn't looking the way I wanted to look physically. I wasn't feeling the way I wanted to feel. Um, and this apartment wasn't what I expected it to be. We just came, we ain't got roaches no more. I had them take care of that. Uh, <laughs> but, um, you know, it was just moving in. It was just a lot at one time. And um, it felt like everything was crashing down. And, I, you know, I started to get deep in my feelings. I, got, I felt depressed. Like, July was literally, like, the lowest point this year for me, which is crazy to think about because my birthday is in July, right? <laughs> We're supposed to be happy, um, and I wasn't. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, July was the the lowest point of the year for me. And um, anyone, any woman at least with a menstrual cycle knows that everything that you feel before your your PMS week is just enhanced on your PMS week. And so um, everything that had happened during that time frame, you know, I'm, I'm feeling down, I'm feeling bad for myself, insecure, discontent, like every negative feeling I was feeling, I was feeling depressed. And, um, and so the week before my period, my PMS week was happened to be the week of my birthday, which also happened to be the week that my best friend was coming to visit. And um, it was just, I'm not gonna say it was a bummer, but it wasn't what I expected it to be, be simply because I wasn't where I wanted to be. I hadn't seen my best friend over a year. And so, you know, and the timing is, I'm not gonna say crazy, it's intentional. The timing is very intentional. God is very intentional because, you know, the. The plan was for her to visit when I was at my old apartment because at that that apartment I looked like I was I'm I'm not gonna say living lavish but at least I had furniture, um, and so when we moved into this apartment we literally got nothing. Our mattress was on the floor. She had to sleep on a um, air mattress. I'm not looking how I thought I would look. Hair not done. Nails not done. Lashes not done. Nothing is done, and. <laughs> Um, like I'm completely natural. I'm looking completely different than the last time she saw me. And there's a possibility she might be see a roach or two. And I'm like, look, and I know like with the relationship I have with my best friend, I know that I don't have to impress her. Like, um, <laughs> she knows me. We've known each other for about four years now. Um, uh, she's my best friend from high school. I, she, I know that I don't have to impress her, but it was just this longing, um, not to like, not not to impress her, I guess, but to be where, like, I've been telling her I'm at. Like, I've always been, like, very transparent with her, with everything that's going on. And I told her everything that was going on before she came. But I didn't want her to actually have to live it out with me. <laughs> and so um, that was really tough, and I had to swallow my pride on that one. And so, yeah, she was here for about a week, and I felt terrible because, like I said, I didn't have any... Um, I didn't have a job, so which means I didn't have money, and we're, we weren't really able to do much. And I'm like, I'm sorry, like you literally took off a week, 
and you're here and uh, we, you're not doing nothing. I'm so sorry about that. And it was just a downer for me. And so, y'all, we we sat on that air mattress and we were having a conversation and we were having a little heart to heart. And she was telling me everything that was going on in her life. And I was telling her everything that was going on in mine. And um, like I said, July was a very low point for me. And throughout our friendship, she has never seen me that low. And that's exactly what she told me. She was like, Monique, I've never seen you like this. Like, usually we're opposite. Like, she's, I'm not going to say, um, well, I'm, I'm usually the positive one. And she's usually the one I'm encouraging. Whereas, like, now the roles are switched, where she's seeing me at this low point, And I'm, <laughs> I'm just down and out. And... <laughs> Um, I'm not gonna say trigger warning. I did. I'm not gonna say I, I wanted to kill myself, but I was like, God, I don't want to die, but I just need relief. There's a lot going on, and like now that I explain it, like it's just, it seems, it doesn't seem like much, but at the time, baby, it felt like a roller coaster. Um, and so, you know, she was sitting down talking to me, and she was like, Monique, I've never seen you this low is like kind of worrying, <laughs> worrisome. Um, and like, and I was like, I know, I'm sorry. Cause I wanted like every part of my being desired to be light and happy and positive, especially because it's the week of my birthday. First time I've seen my best friend in over a year. And you know, and there were so many things to celebrate. Like I, another year of life, and I just got a new apartment, you know, new beginnings. And yet, here I am, sad. <laughs> um, and it was just a place of vulnerability for me because I'm literally telling her, I'm like, I've been crying almost every single day since I moved here. <laughs> and it's not like the situation um, is any better than when I was in Greenville, because in Greenville, I was still I was still wasn't living how I wanted to live. I was still unemployed, so it's not like it's it was any different. But for some reason, I had expected it to be, and because it didn't reach my expectations, I was disappointed and I was depressed. And so, that being said, whenever we say we we're sitting on that little air mattress and <laughs> we we're having a conversation. And so um, eventually the conversation comes to an end. We're watching a podcast episode, um, the Know For Sure podcast. I've spoke about it on here before, but um, with B. Simone and Megan Ashley, we were watching that podcast. And I forget what episode it was, but at the end of every episode, they ask the question and they say, what do you know for sure? And what are you saying no to for sure? And in all honesty, I forgot her response. And I forgot I have mine. But what I do remember was... <laughs> I was like, I'm saying no to ever being this low again. Because at the time, I didn't realize that I was I was reaping what I had sown. Um, I, I had literally spoken to existence. Um, my birthday was literally just another day. And um, the person who I was, I was referring to before, they had bought me a gift, but they had sent it to my old address. So I have not received that gift. So I'm reaping what I sow. <laughs> and so um, it, it just speaks on the intentionality of God and, and, uh, and the power of words because I, it amazes me. 
but um another thing was like I was I was comparing this year to last year and it was completely different y'all it was completely different I wasn't walking with God last year at all and yeah I'm like God but I was just so much happier um at least like in the in the most basic sense I wasn't doing nothing right like <laughs> I wasn't doing nothing right and um the relationship I was in at the time I was getting cheated on and you know like <laughs> nothing was going right in my life and I wasn't walking with God but for some reason on my birthday um like I had not a care in the world not a care in the world y'all and when I when I say that like I mean it when I was turning 20 years old y'all I had gone to Orlando Florida and I was um I had planned a trip with my boyfriend at the time because he had lived in Florida and and um, one of my friends from high school, not the same friend who had came to visit me this year, but um, a different friend. And so she was there with her boyfriend and um, my boyfriend at the time was there and he had brought his best friend along. But um, <laughs> so that I, w- I was I was like, um. I had a money to go on a vacation. I had money, y'all. Last last year for my birthday was literally the first time that I realized I could be pretty. And that's like so, <laughs> um, it sounds bizarre. You know, you're, you're realizing that you can actually be beautiful at 20 years old, but it's just, I didn't know I could be beautiful in that way um, because I had my hair done, I had my lashes done, I had my nails done, everything did, y'all. And, you know, I still look back at those pictures. I'm like, ah, I was so beautiful. I was so beautiful. I wasn't going through life correctly at all, but I was so beautiful on the outside at least. And, um, you know, it was just the first time I felt beautiful for real. And so um, comparing it to this year, like I said, I had nothing done on natural. And there's nothing wrong with that. Because, you know, I've been rocking the natural for 20 years, 21 now. But, you know, I just wanted it, um, especially because, like, the people around me were, you know, so excited about my birthday. I'm so grateful for that. Um, But I was telling them, I was like, look, it's just another day. Um, I'm not able to do anything I wanted to do. And I think that was just my way of, like, um, limiting myself and my, my expectations because they were like, it's your 21st, you know, turn up, this, that, and the, uh, this, that, and the third. But, uh, like, my mom, my parents, they had planned a whole photo shoot for me. But like I said, I wasn't able to get my nails done, my lashes done. Um, hair wasn't done. Hadn't been done for, like, I hadn't had a retwist for, like, four months. <sighs> Three months. Was it? Five. No, the last time I had had a retwist was in uh, February, and my birthday was in July, so <laughs> five months. Um, so I had, I was woofing, y'all, and it was it was a source of insecurity for me. I'm like, why would I want to look back at this? <laughs> I don't want to remember the time where I felt terrible about myself. I felt terrible about my body, about like every aspect of myself physically, everything that will be remembered when I look back at those pictures. I was like, I don't. I don't want to remember this. And I didn't have any money to be able to fix it. I couldn't buy no new outfits, couldn't get nothing done. And so um, that photo shoot ended up getting canceled because it was a source of insecurity for me. Um, You know, (laughs) 
And then um, there were other things that were planned, but nothing had gone along according to my plan, which um, there, which, you know, I'm grateful for it. Like this year, like I said, it humbled me because in comparison to last year, it's just so, you know, <laughs> um, it's just not what I expected it to be. So this year compared to last year was definitely very humbling, and I was I was talking to God about it. And I'm I'm like I said I was crying, um, majority of July, <laughs> just tears, and um, I was telling God I was like I had I went into my my twentieth year. I had turned 20 and I was like, what could possibly go wrong? I got money. I got looks. I got a boyfriend. I'm in Florida for my birthday. Like, what could go wrong? And then everything proceeded to go wrong. I'm getting cheated on and multiple times. And <laughs> and then, like, um, I can't say everything proceeded to go wrong because there are so many things have gone right in my life. But at that time, y'all, I felt like, I was like, Lord, what are we doing here? What are we doing here? And ultimately, you know, God's plan, me getting cheated on in that relationship, pushed me to God. And then me, uh, yeah, me getting cheated on in that relationship pushed me closer to God. And so um, it's actually like what kickstarted and inspired Mind of Mo. And so, you know, God's plan as always. But this year, you know, it was just anxiety and worry because compared to last year I was like what could go wrong this year I was like Lord what's gonna go right okay because I I don't know if I can take it um and so you know when I think back to it it was just (laughs) crazy for me because I was like, what could possibly go wrong? <laughs> and now, like, I refuse to say that. I refuse. Because you want to know, okay, I'm going to show you what can go wrong. Everything. <laughs> Nothing's going to be what you expected it to be. And so, that being said, um, like, this year... For my birthday, I was feeling like Job. Job in chapter three, when I was like cursing the day I was born, literally. I was like, I hate it here. I wanna not be here. <laughs> and, um, well, I know it was just a season. Um, and like, I'm, I'm much better now. But it was a season and I had to go through it. Like, there's no other choice. Like, I, I literally can't do nothing. Like. I just got to go with it, you know, go with the flow. Um, I got to sit down and take the hits. (laughs) But like I said, there's nothing I can do besides that. So that being said, (laughs) um, if you can change your mind, you can change your life. Me sowing that seed way back in June about how my birthday was going to go. And then my birthday went exactly like I said. Just another day. Okay? Just another day. Uh, Don't give me no gifts. I still haven't received that gift from that person. Um, 
you know, it was, it's enlightening <laughs> because I'm like, okay, well now I know the, the the power that God has given me and the power to speak life into any situation. Like I said, you can't just tell God you don't want to be who he has called you to be because I'm like, I was like, I don't want to be the positive person anymore. I'm tired of being the positive person. Everybody around me is still being negative. And, um, God was like, we'll do it anyway. <laughs> like what? I don't care if you're tired, do it anyway. Um, and so that's what I'm doing. Um, <laughs> in Romans twelve two, it says, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be, be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Do not conform to the pattern of this world. That's exactly what I wanted to do. Oh, you negative? You negative? You negative? I got three negative Nancys in front of me. Let me be negative too. Because I'm so tired of being positive. That's exactly how I was feeling. And God showed me real quick. We're quick, fast, and in a hurry. That's not how we going to be. <laughs> That's not possible for me. It may, it may be sustainable for that person because they don't have a relationship with God. And they don't... Um, they don't seek him out as I do. But with me, that's not possible. Knowing God and his glory and his power, it's just, that's not sustainable for me. Um, and so whenever I was having that conversation with my best friend and she was like, what are you saying no to for sure? I was like, I'm saying no to ever being this low, ever again and you know I was like how do I do that um everything takes a plan I learned that from my dad and I'm, I'm when I was thinking about this I was thinking about the people I have surrounding me my dad he's a planner so I was like okay let me sit down and let me make a plan um and then I thought to my mom and how like anytime I'm telling her something that I'm, I'm going through involving another person like when I was telling her I've been cheated on um, when I was telling her, you know, uh, stuff going down with my friends, she's not judgmental. She's, uh, very understanding, mainly because she's been through the same things that I'm telling her about, if not worse. Um, and so she's very understanding to both parties. And, um, she, she allows me to say my piece, but, you know, she gives me advice as well. And so... I'm like, I want to be more like my mom. I want to be able to be able be, I want to be able to be understanding, even when it's seen, when I know people are in the wrong, um, because um, that's one of the fruits of the spirit. And so I'm thinking to like all the people surrounding me and I'm like, well, I know I'm speaking life into other people. I know that for sure. Um, and I know that like during that time, You know, in June, I was able to speak life into other people, but I was like, I'm not going to do it anymore. I'm tired of being positive. Um, and then it came to July when I was like literally unable to speak life into other people. Um, and so people had to speak life into me and being my friends, my friends around me. And, you know, I, I was embarrassed about my situation for sure. Like my um, friends and family came to visit me and I'm embarrassed, <laughs> just straight up embarrassed. I'm like, um, I, I'm sorry. I'm not feeling great. My living situation is not great. My financial situation is not great. 
And so God took me from a place where I was choosing to not use the gift that he give, He has given me um, to a place where I literally could not use the gift that he has given me. Um, and so, like I said, my friends speak life into me. And the people around me, like, they literally have the fruits of the Spirit in them. I'm, I'm so grateful. And I, I pray to God, like, I'm able to cultivate that, their their goodness. Um, and, you know, that be reflected in my day-to-day life. Because in Galatians 5, 23, it says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control against such things. There is no law. There is no law saying that you can't be kind. There's no law saying that you can't be gentle. There's no law saying that you can't be faithful. And these are all things that I want to be. These are all things that people around me cultivate and um, portray in their day-to-day lives. And, you know, that's why your circle matters. Um, Like I said, Matthew 7 says you will know someone by the fruits that they bear. And, um... You'll you'll know like who in your circle is good for you and who's not, and those like if you, if it is God God's will that that person sticks around, you know you could pray that prayer, you know the infamous prayer, Lord, if this person is not meant to be in my life, please remove them, expeditiously. But, um, you know you can pray that prayer, and if that person is still present in your life, then make sure you pray for them. I mean pray for them regardless, but pray that um. They they turn their hearts toward God. Pray for them to have a desire to seek out God, get to know God, have a personal relationship with Him, so that they could um, so that they'll be able to breathe life into you the same way you breathe life to them. You know. And I'm so grateful for the people around me. Like, my support system go crazy, uh, <laughs> including, like, the people I don't know. Like, uh, I know for sure, like, there are some people I don't know watching this podcast, listening to this podcast. And I pray for everyone under the sound of my voice that y'all are able to um, show and portray the, the fruits of the Spirit. And, you know, um, take your gift. Don't take it for granted. <laughs> uh, and don't tell God that you're not going to use your gift simply because you're tired. Do it anyway. Um And so, like, where I'm at now, I'm like, <laughs> my like my situation is still not ideal. Whenever I left my jobs back in uh, at the end of March, whenever I left my jobs then, I was not expecting to re-enter the workforce. And I, I definitely wasn't expecting to have to go back to food service. And yet here I am. I'm back in food service, and um, while it's not ideal, I prayed for God for a job. It does not look like what I thought it would be, but it doesn't have to. I prayed for God. I prayed to God for a job, and I got one. I have a source of income, and I'm so very grateful for that. And um, you know, and like I said, y'all, I was very emotional. <laughs> that that flow of emotions didn't stop until recently. My dad's birthday. Y'all should say happy birthday to him, even though it's way late. Y'all should go ahead and say happy birthday to my mom and my grandma, too. But my dad's birthday was on um, August 4th, and I had called him to say happy birthday. And um, it was just, 
an emotional call for me. I don't know if he realized I was crying, but I was crying. Um, <laughs> it was an emotional call for me because I had just gotten back from um, a job interview. And I was like, I just feel like nobody is hiring me, bro. Like, <laughs> And I didn't. I really did not want to go back to food service. I knew for a fact with my experience and my credentials, like I knew for a fact I would get hired in food service. I knew for a fact, like easy money, bro. <laughs> and um, it's just not something that I wanted to do. And so um, I was I was talking to my dad about it. He was asking me how everything is going. And he always, like I said, literally his birthday. And I'm crying on the phone because <laughs> I'm like, I, um, nobody's hiring. And he was, I was telling him that like I had gone to talk to the people at the um, at the restaurant, fast food restaurant, McDonald's. Come on, it's fine. But I was telling him I had gone to talk to them, and the hiring manager wasn't there, and so I wasn't able to speak. Um, and I was telling him I was like I really don't want to go back, and he he just reminded me he was like it's just for a season, <laughs> um, it's a stepping stone, it's not forever, and I was like okay, and it took me um, about a week to go back and talk to the hiring manager because, you know, it took me a long time to swallow my pride. I'm like, God, I, this is not a situation I want to be in. I don't want to have to work. It's not even about working for other people. It's about working food service, um, knowing, like, I want a job where, like, I actually agree with what's being done, and y'all... Food service is a, a, a icky job, like, <laughs> um, and then like everybody in food food service not clean. It's <laughs> it's an icky job, right? Um, and so, yeah, he was like, it's just first season. Um, it's not forever. And um, yeah, I'm crying on the phone. Highly emotional, per usual. And um, it's just, it was a place of pride for me. It was a it was a need for me to swallow my pride about it. And so um, the verse I did want to say was First Timothy chapter six, verses six through eight, and it says, "But godliness with contentment is great gain, for we bought." brought nothing into the world and we can take nothing out of it but if we have food and clothing we'll be content with that so I'm completely okay with where I'm at today because my situation is looking a lot like it was at the beginning of July but it's a little bit better because now I have a job right (laughs) and now I have a source of income and now I'm feeling more inspired um getting closer with God you know that works (laughs) and so um Things are getting better. It may not happen as quickly as I want it to. It may not happen overnight. But I'm content right where I'm at. And that's okay. It's okay to be okay with your situation. Um, even though it's, it doesn't look like what you expected it to look like. And so next year, though, I'm telling y'all, I'm having a better birthday next year. Okay, turn up. 22. Mm. Better birthday. Uh, and... Yeah. So the main points from this episode was 
to use your gifts. Don't tell God that you're not about to use your gifts. Speak life into any situation that you possibly can while you can. Um, and you, baby, you got to swallow your pride sometimes. And it's just for a season. It's not for, it's not forever. It's just for a season. So, um, I, as you go about your day to day, I ask that you, you hold these words close to your heart. Anyone who has ears, let them hear. And if you've made it this far, first of all, thank you. Um, and second of all, I ask that you like comment, like, subscribe. If you're watching on YouTube, if you're listening on um, any other platform, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, I ask that you leave a review and an honest review, honestly, <laughs> because I, I would love the feedback. Um, and so I'm very excited to see where this goes, this as in this ministry. And I, I pray that you, um, like I said, just take these words and keep them close to your heart. Learn from me so you don't have to go through it because that was not an easy season. Um, as y'all see, I was not posting at all. <laughs> and it wasn't intentional. I was just wanting to get through the move. Like I said, I didn't have a job until as of recently. I just wanted to get through moving. Um, and I was like, okay, I, then I can post again. But then I didn't because I'm like, I, there's no way I can speak life to anybody right now. They're going to get in here blah, and they're going to be like, oh, why is she so negative? I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. And so I don't want to do anything um, when it's not my best work. But anyways, yeah, like I said, this line, what, my second exit? <laughs> I love y'all. God loves you more. Move with intention. And I will see y'all soon.